Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. <sighs> it gets my day going. It makes me laugh. I love it. Mac and Schmitty in the morning on Star 105.7. Well, good morning, Schmitty. Good morning. Welcome into your hump day here. And also, are you ready? Um, we've seen, what is it? Blue moons. There's all sorts of different sp- super moons. The wolf moon. This is the buck moon. We're supposed to be able to look at a buck moon right now. Okay. All right. Well, that would explain the weird thing my husband bought yesterday that we'll talk about coming up at 710. <laughs> because personally, I don't think it's scientifically possible, but maybe you can answer that question for me. Yeah, we just need these clowns to get out of the way a little bit so we can see it a little brighter. It'll be around for the next couple of nights. The largest super moon of the year. I always love these things for whatever reason. But we need these storms to pass out of the way first today, Schmitty. Yeah, I have. I, I couldn't tell you. I don't know what's happening today because all of my apps say something very different. Right. Uh, might have storms for most of the day, might have storms some of the morning and a little bit this afternoon. So I'd bring an umbrella, but I'd also bring sunglasses because I have no idea. It's this level of accuracy that keeps Terry DeBoer in business, Betty. Poor thing. I don't know how she does it. I'd be out there going, I don't know. Look out the window before you leave, like right before you leave and just see what it looks like. Movies, music, and all the gossip in one place. It's the Celebrity Scoop on Star 105.7. Well, he's one of those guys that's really on top of the comedy world, but in fact, Pete Davidson's dream role, Dad. We found this out for the first time yesterday after a sneak peek clip of the new season of Heart to Heart with Kevin Hart had one of the sit-downs with Pete Davidson, and he was very, very in-depth about it. want to have a kid. Uh, wow. That's like my dream. Wow. Yeah. It's always, it's like super corny, but like, I just like, I don't know. Talk about super corny is the best thing you can do in life. It's just like, it's, it's, it would be so fun to dress up a little dude, like, or, you know, like you saw, it's, it's just like, I'm so excited for like that chapter. So like, that's kind of what I'm just preparing for now is trying to be like as good as a dude and develop and get better. So when that happens, it's just easier. Yeah, he gets a little emotional because he wants to become a dad. It's a little bittersweet. If you're not aware, he lost his father, Scott, at a very young age. He was a firefighter at 9-11 and was actually killed while on duty. And he said his childhood wasn't great. He says with dad passing early, his now single mom and his new sister did not handle it great. He says it was just truly a nightmare. But like most comedians will tell you, he turned that pain into laughs through stand-up comedy. And of course, after seeing this clip, fans are now wondering if this is something he has talked about with girlfriend Kim Kardashian, who has made it no secret that she wouldn't hate more kids. Well, and she's already got four, so at the very minimum, he's been able to. It seems like, you know, that relationship has grown between her kids and Pete in general. So hopefully get to spend some time with those kids preparing for all this. Oh boy, actor Bradley Cooper with a new woman in his life. According to multiple reports, the Nightmare Alley star is dating Hillary Clinton aide and political figure Huma Abedin. Now, if the name doesn't sound familiar to you, she was previously married to disgraced politician Anthony Weiner before their split and, of course, his incarceration. According to Page Six, the couple have been seeing each other for the past few months, apparently introduced by Vogue editor Anna Wintour. Now, they were both in attendance at this year's Met Gala, which, of course, Wintour oversees, and apparently is the first time that they kind of met each other immediately hit it off and have really been enjoying each other's company. Her divorce is set to be finalized in just the next few months. Yeah, a couple you didn't see coming. Kind no, of, I was really surprised. Kind of Clooney-esque almost with him in a mall where somebody, you know, you're... Uh, you're dating a brilliant other. woman that yes. nobody has to know as Bradley Cooper's girlfriend? <laughs> yes, it is very nice. 
And finally, the Primetime Emmy nominations came out yesterday with a lot of snubs. Nothing for Yellowstone, nothing for 1883 in any of the major categories. Selena Gomez did not get a nomination for Only Murders in the Building. Plus, Blackish and This Is Us both shut out of major categories, which is big because it was final seasons for both of those. Mandy Moore actually tweeting out saying, she has so much love for the show, for everyone attached to the show. Would she have loved some Emmy love? Sure, just the way things are. Jennifer Aniston also not receiving a nomination for her work on Morning Show. Reese Witherspoon, however, was nominated, along with Sarah Paulson in Impeachment, American Crime Story. I've got that whole list up for you at westmichiganstar.com. And there's always those kind of snubs and shocks, but it seems like this year a lot of people were really turned off. Not a lot of streaming service stuff either. Ted Lasso, once again, one of the big ones that grabbed a lot of nominations. Interesting, especially the Yellowstone and the spinoff or whatever, not yeah. receiving anything just nope. because they're, they're probably the biggest shows on television right now. All of your celeb scoop, westmichiganstar.com. Hey, it's Mac and Schmitty, failing his parents and talking about it. Weekday mornings at 6. Star 105.7. Good morning to you. It's Mac and Schmitty on this Wednesday morning. And uh, you know what, Schmitty? We're number one. That's how I'm taking this. We are number one. Such a win once again for Pure Michigan. The magazine Travel and Leisure actually puts out a list every single year of different things, best vacation spots, places you've got to see before you die. And this list was best islands in the United States, all 50 states. So remember, there's places like Hawaii and stuff, right? And yet Mackinac Island Number one on the list. It beat out places like Nantucket, the Outer Banks, Martha's Vineyard, and the Florida Keys. So everybody was pretty jacked about this yesterday. Yeah. And by all means, I do. I love Mackinac Island. But I have to ask as Michiganders, what is your favorite spot in Michigan? Is it Mackinac Mm. Island or do you have another spot? Because I saw this and I thought, man... It has to be. It has to be so nostalgic. I think for those of us lucky enough to grow up here, yeah. Because we're so used to island life, if you will, we're surrounded by water. A lot of us spend summers on some kind of body of water. Yeah. But if I had to say it, my spot, my favorite spot in all of Michigan, absolutely the Oscoda East Tawas area, and it's one hundred and ten percent because I grew up from the age of four months old, summering every single year. On the banks of Lake Huron. We rented a cottage. We were 10 feet from the water. And so I just, it's always been my spot. Yeah. No, I can see that. And, you know, I think if I was keeping with the island theme, I would say up in Drummond Island, uh, up on the, you know, eastern side as you go and over that, the And that would be my husband's because he summered in the UP with his extended family from the moment he was born. The Leshino Islands, that's a big one for yeah. him. So I think it's really fascinating when you have all of the places to choose from in Michigan, and so many of us will vacation right here instead of going to another state, what your favorite spot is. We got, I mean, so many cool things. I mean, between the dunes running up and down the whole western side of the state here along the waters there, I always think that that is incredibly good looking. And then I think about the fact that I haven't done the pictured rock since I was a little kid. And if I went back up there with my family, would I say, no, that's 100% my favorite spot. So what's your spot? Drummond Island. If I was staying up there, Drummond Island uh, is where um, my friend has a family cottage. So we went up there several different times. It's where he got married and everything else. And in terms of uh, just being in some place where there's always something incredible to look at, those turquoise waters that you see, and then just being up north in part of the UP, I love that. 
Can't yeah, get enough. Yeah. I'm I'm getting there. I think that's probably gonna be my future because <laughs> we spend a lot of time in the UP <laughs> thanks to uh, marrying into that. But I know that Hessel is another really good one up there. We've actually noticed uh, there's a property for sale up there. Wow. Eight cabins and a main lodge. Yeah. Back. My husband is like, well, listen, if we just took some equity here and maybe had oh, your I family buy in on it. <laughs> so what is your spot in Michigan? I think it's really, really impressive that Mackinac Island would get the number one spot. Obviously, we're very proud of that here. And most of us are used to taking the ferry over and we love that kind of pride. But I mean, honestly, beating out the Florida Keys tells that you that this is a pretty about. amazing honor. What would your spot in Michigan be? And maybe it ties to your childhood or someplace you've taken your kids or you remember going with your grandparents. Yeah, yeah. You know, 616-458-1057. Or send us a message and be on the show through the iHeartRadio app. Just uh, hit that microphone and record us your Michigan spot. This would be fun, too, because you've still got half a summer left if you're looking to road trip anywhere. Plus, I'm going to sit here and write all these spots down that I That's haven't been saying. to yet. Yeah. be like, I want to go this one, I want to go like this one. Like I said, one. you've still got at least a month and a half before school, so it could be a really nice nice opportunity to maybe take a trip to some place you haven't seen. Your pure Michigan starts oh. at michigan.org. I like you know what forget Tim Allen. Put Schmitty in the commercials. I'm Thank all you about so it. So much. Sometimes I get a good feeling. Yeah. Well, we're all surrounded by enough negativity. We try to highlight something positive for you here every day. It's Mac and Schmitty feeling good right now and this is cool on a, on a few different levels, Schmitty. I like this. Have you heard of the wall that heals? Mm-hmm. Well, the traveling wall that heals is one third the size of, uh, excuse me, a three quarter replica of the Vietnam Veterans Memorial in Washington, D.C. Uh, so this is one that travels all over the country so that Vietnam veterans who maybe can't get to Washington, D.C. are actually able to see this incredible, incredible wall that honors some of their fallen fellow soldiers. Very emotional thing, obviously, for lots of them. But this one has been traveling, and it's been here in West Michigan. As a matter of fact, it was just at the Galesburg Augusta Elementary School over in Kalamazoo. And yesterday, it made its trip to Harper Creek High School in Calhoun County. This is really cool um, because one of the things I love about this is it was escorted from Kalamazoo to Battle Creek, Schmitty. By about 500 motorcyclers. Yeah. This is so neat. Right before they were scheduled to leave, several hundred motorcyclists showed up. You know, some of them with American flags on the back, lots of veterans themselves, all there to basically give it an honor ride from one stop to the next. This is really cool, but it's going to be actually hanging out now in the Battle Creek area there uh, through Sunday. It's going to be available to be looked at starting tomorrow and roll through Sunday because they get there and they set it up sort of like an exhibit. Retired U.S. Air Force Colonel Frank Walker, one of those people with the wall, and he is saying that it's not only just a great thing for the veterans that need to heal, but it's an emotional experience for anybody. I know that in Calhoun County alone, there's 44 names on the wall just from that. And and so just to have this in our own community, uh, I always tell folks that, you know, some of our veterans can't make it to Washington, D.C. They can't afford it. So you can come and visit it at 3 o'clock in the morning. We have a lot of... Or- we have a lot of our veterans that have PTSD. They want time alone. They want to reflect. They don't want to crowd around them. It's an educational process, and it's a patriotic process. I, I assure you, I assure you, a significant emotional event in your life. There's no doubt in my mind. 
You know, uh, my dad is a dec- uh, decorated Vietnam veteran, and through most of my life, I never heard him say a word about the war. Same with my father-in-law, yep. And now that he's in his mid-70s, I have heard more about that time in his life over the last four years than I ever heard at any other point in time. And healing for those guys happens at different uh, you know, moments in their lives. And I think for my dad and other veterans like him, this is something really special you that he would enjoy. Him. I know. Not only do I want to take him, I want to take my kids and just kind of help educate them on things that their grandfather went through. So Robin Berlando is her name. She lives in Philadelphia. And at age 70, what could possibly get you to come out of retirement? Becoming a lifeguard. That's exactly what Robin felt her calling was in order to save lives. See, Philadelphia is facing a serious crisis of gun violence right now. And it's happening with kids. Robin said she realized keeping kids off the street, giving them places to go, that's a huge part of helping the crisis. But with a lifeguard shortage, so many of the city's pools remained closed. And she said in the summer months, that is everything for an inner city community. So the mother of three, grandmother of six, decided to jump right in, becoming a lifeguard. She said she did have to take the test three different times to pass. And when she first signed up, they were a little wary of a 70-year-old being in charge of a city pool. But she said all of that was put to rest when they saw how passionate she was, how committed she was, and how much she wanted to change the lives of kids in Philadelphia. This is one of her co-lifeguards talking about how incredible she is and Robin talking about that serious commitment. She's amazing. I mean, you know, what 70-year-old do you know is a lifeguard giving back to community like that? So I'm very much committed to this. This is my reputation. This is my community. Hey! Absolutely. And she plans to keep it going as long as she possibly can every summer. You will catch Robin lifeguarding at a Philadelphia pool. You know, what a thing to step out. Some people like to play golf maybe in retirement. Other people are like, no, I'm going to get back to my That's community. actual action. That's yeah. what I love about this story. Hey, it's Mac and Schmitty. On your way to work, school, or someplace you actually want to be. Ride with us. Each morning starting at 6. Star 105.7. Morning to you. It's Mac and Schmitty. And the delivery drivers, they're going to be busy these next several days and weeks, Schmitty, because Amazon Prime Day, and really days, days, uh, yeah, kicked off yesterday, going again through today. And I got to tell you, I uh, we usually don't you know do these kinds of things where we get a bunch of stuff on these days. Uh, that is not true for us this Well, year. be careful, because we got our two packages yesterday. They weren't even sealed. <laughs> they had already just popped open? Yep. I was like, hey, you know what? I'm not going to judge that, man. You got a long week ahead of you. It's cool. Do whatever you got to do to get through it. And so I had not ordered anything. I would like you Looking all to in. know. Wait, way to go. A round of applause I know. For I hadn't there. even looked at Amazon. And I get home. It started yesterday, probably about 11. While I was still here, I started getting alerts about things being ordered. And a lot of the stuff that my husband had ordered was same day. So then it's like, hey, it's 10 stops away. It's going to, and I'm texting him. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, we need everything that I bought. And I was like, we we don't though. I know that we don't. I know that we don't. And so he got a few things. He got fishing rod holders well, for the those. boat. Yeah, he's like, babe, don't you remember over the weekend? They were just flying around everywhere. Could have hooked the kids. And I'm like, oh, he's already starting with the kids <laughs> as his excuse to buy something. Got to keep him safe. And normally I wouldn't judge as harshly as I did, but I thought this was a very weird thing. He bought binoculars okay. to look at the stars. 
So I I posted this on my TikTok yesterday at Schmidt in the Mitt as I'm sitting on the deck next to him as he opens these things and tells me what he's using them for. What is that? You bought binoculars. To look at stars? Isn't that supposed to be a telescope? Like, I don't, I don't understand. I was like, why would you buy binoculars if you wanted to look at the stars? He goes, babe, these aren't just any binoculars. I read through the reviews and it says like, these are 50 times magnification. You just point them up to the clouds. You'll be able to see the stars. I'm You've like, never seen the craters in the moon like this. I don't think that's a thing. Am I wrong? I've <laughs> never tried to look at the stars with binoculars, but that feels like a very weird reason to get binoculars and then Will's all in on it. He's like, will you be able to see the planets? And my husband's like, absolutely. I'm like, don't don't lie to him. We don't know that. And it was cloudy last night, so we couldn't test him out. But he told me, he's like, if you can, babe, I'm going to write in the reviews. Save your money on a telescope. These were only $24 and gave me the same scientific magic. Save your money on a telescope. You can use both eyes in Have this you one. ever heard of someone trying to look at stars with binoculars? Honestly, no. Not really. I mean, it And makes- he's so confident about it. It makes sense to me. Here's the thing. I'm sure that for your husband, I'm surprised he went with the stargazing excuse just because he's got so many other things going on in life where he could, you know, make a, I feel like a more logical explanation for it. He's in, uh, he's out on the boat all the time. He's fishing. He's a hunter. There's all sorts of reasons he could say, I need a good pair of binoculars. This is a incredible deal, honey. No, he's standing behind space. St- you know, it's like, hot you're not right the, now. the James Webb telescope over there, man. I don't know what you think you're going to see with binoculars. You know, galaxies far, far away, Schmitty. I mean, we're just a speck. We're just a speck of sand. I- I just think that's probably, of all the weird things he's bought, and there's been plenty, that one's the one that caught me off guard the most. I just like the excuse that he went right up to space with. He's like, honey, did you hear that the biggest supermoon of 2022 is going down tonight? I didn't want to be kept looking at it with just my eyeballs like some clown. I had to get binoculars. Binoculars, but only $24 binoculars. So <laughs> well, that's just because it's an incredible deal. I mean, we'll, we'll you can't see. knock him for that, right? Well, you can, I, I can't be the only one that has judged somebody's purchase. That... It, a weird thing, a weird reason to get an item like that, if you ask me. The weirdest thing I saw on my uh, wife's list of purchases yesterday, because there were some things on there that I was kind of happy about, I'll be honest. But also, uh, I I did have to ask, what are what are large twist ties? And she goes, oh, you can use them <gasps> oh. for, she's like, you can use them for anything. There. Yeah. And I'm like, but what are we using them for? And she's like, well, you don't know what you're going to be Wait, like for food for- or for hair? No, for, for neither. They're twist ties. They are like metal twist ties, though, and they're like this long. So oh, yeah. what I was thinking in my head, I was like, I don't know. Do you use these for like skis, for hanging stuff up? And she's like, use them for a million different things, John. And I'm like, okay, name one there that we go. are using them for. And she's like, "Don't we don't even need to talk about this. It was $6. I'm like... I thought she was about to talk okay. about hair ties, and I'm like, send me that link, because I need the big old huge ones for this thick hair. Did you find something weird? Did you buy something on your Amazon Prime Day, or you want to call out your spouse? Is your, did, you, did, your, did your guy buy binoculars to look at Mars? <laughs> 616-458-1057. It's not just Mars. Venus is in retrograde. I mean, like, I can't all wait. Out there. I'm going to grab a picture, too, because he's going to be out there tonight after dusk. He's going to be like, oh, babe, it's the Milky Way. <laughs>
we're just a small speck of sand. You say it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Hey, from hey, Will, come over here and look into the past with I know. me. And I said we sent him off to weather camp today, and I was like, don't tell anyone whoa, at school whoa. about this, dude. You you sent him off to weather camp? That's yeah. a thing. Tell me, Bill Steffens, like the counselor. Or I was something. like, don't tell anyone. Your dad is looking at the stars with binoculars. They will not allow you to come back. They'll think we're dumb. He's looking at a star. <laughs> it's the sun. He's staring the binoculars straight into the sun. And like, if you've never sworn in front, you know, swore in front of your kids before, good on you. Congratulations. I cannot. I've never you. met that person. So no. if it's you, I always think you're a unicorn. So it's not like it's never happened before. But, you know, like anybody else, for the most part, I am trying to not let that happen in front of my kids. I know they're sponges about things that I say. Right, every right, other right. adult says under the sun. So uh, just last night at the dinner table, we're sitting around and I can't remember how my sister got brought up. But my daughter goes... Aunt Anna dropped an F-bomb over the weekend. I love when they snitch. They say F-bomb. And, and that's and, and even her saying F-bomb is a rare occurrence. Like, I didn't actually clue in that, like, you 100% knew what that meant. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I go, how do you know? And she goes, well, she tried to play it off like she yelled yuck, but it oh. wasn't It wasn't <laughs> that at all. And I was like, I, I was, and Connor goes, I know the F-bomb. And I'm like, that's nice, buddy. We don't need to share it. And he's like, yeah, but I heard it from you. And he's staring mm-hmm. right at me. And of course, my wife, and then my wife, like, you know, this piques her interest because she just loves to twist the knife when my kids are calling me out for something like this. And she's like, oh, yeah? What did dad say? And he goes, well, he said the F bomb. And I go, well, what did I say? And he goes, you just said the F bomb. And I said, but what did I, what was it about? And he goes, well, you said it about 10 times when you stubbed your toe in my bedroom. I'm like, that doesn't count. That can't count right there. I mean, 100% counts. You got to let that slide a little bit. That's not you as a parent. That's you after stubbing your toe. You're your worst self in that moment. I felt so good. I'm glad you brought that up because I stubbed my toe last week and I didn't say a word. <laughs> Nothing came out. And I feel like Chris was sitting there because he's, I'm the one. I'm always the one. He's very, very good. And I didn't do anything. And then I looked at him and I walked outside. I spent some time outside, away from the children, said some things. But in that moment, I didn't. I was very proud. There are just moments that should be exempt from any anti-swearing rules, Schmitty. And they are when I stub my toe or I'm in a traffic jam. I will be yucking Good parenting. Hey, it's Mac and Schmitty. Start your day feeling good. Or at least caffeinated. Coffee! I need coffee! Wake up with us each morning at 6. Star 105.7. Hi, Star. Who's this? This is Amanda. Amanda, let's try and get you over to the Ionia Free Fair. How's your summer going so far, Amanda? Going all right. Going all right. Hopefully not too boring. Right. (laughs) There you go. Well, let's see. A hundred moms were asked to name the most boring way to spend your summer. Amanda, what do you think their top answer was? Sitting at home. Sitting at home. You know, I honestly thought that the the right answer was going to be the top answer because the right answer, in my opinion, is working. The people who don't even get to enjoy summer like kids do or like, you know, people who have the summers off do. I mean, if you're working, that's the boring way to do it, but... You know what? That's right. I guess why I'm not a mom because stay at <laughs> home is the number one answer. Congratulations, Amanda. 
Nice. Yeah, you got stay at home followed by summer school, which is definitely uh, should be high on the list. Sleeping, which would be boring except for when you're a teenager, at which time you find sleeping all summer long to be the most. Oh, yeah, I got a couple of those. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, you just need your 16 hours a day. It's totally fine. You're growing. (laughs) Followed by working is the number four answer. Congratulations, Amanda. And we're hooking it up again tomorrow. Always a chance with Battle of the Sexes 815 here on Star 105.7.